Thank you very much, um, Agnes. Um, I'm going to be sharing uh, this morning about um, uh, the cross. And uh, our text is taken from um, Hebrews chapter 10, verse 1 to 10. And I'll be sharing on uh, the subject matter of the cross as the source of effective sacrifice. Uh, let us pray. Our God and our King, we worship you and we give you praise, glory, honor, and adoration. We thank you for this month of a set apart people whom you redeem. We ask that you speak to us this morning. Let the word of revelation fall like rain and dew upon us to water us while we are dry and resuscitate everything that is not right in us. Let the Holy Spirit connect us to you in Jesus' name. We pray. Amen. I want to share very briefly on uh, the cross as an effective sacrifice, the place where effective sacrifice happened. And uh, Hebrews 10, verse 1 to 10. Um, can I ask somebody to read, a volunteer just to read um, for me? Hebrews chapter 10, verse 1 to 10. Uh, Agnes, if you are free, you could read for me as well. Hebrews 10, verse 1 to 10. Um, okay, let me read by myself. Let me read by myself. Hebrews 10. Since the law has only a shadow of the good things to come and not the true form of these realities, it can never be the same sacrifice. It can never be by the same sacrifices that are continually offered year after year. Make perfect those who approach. Otherwise, would they not have ceased being offered since the worshippers cleansed once for all will no longer have any consciousness of sin? Verse 3. But in these sacrifices, there's a reminder of sin year after year, for it is because when Christ came into the world, he said, sacrifice and offerings I have not desired, but a body you have prepared for me. In burnt offerings and sins, you have taken no pleasure. When he said above, you have neither desired nor taken pleasure in sacrifices and offerings, in burnt offerings and sin offerings. Then he added, see, I have come to do your will. He abolishes the first order, the first in order to establish the second, verse 10, as it is by God's will that we have been sanctified through the offering of the body of Jesus once and for all. Amen. So we are talking about the cross as a place of effective sacrifice. I'm going to make this as simpler as the Holy Spirit will reveal to us um, as possible. But let me begin by saying that... Um, this month, we are looking at a set-apart people. And how does this connect to the cross? Because you see, it's on the cross where a set-apart people were bought. We are bought with a price. And that price is not a form of money. And this should charge us to love God the more. We are bought by a price. We are bought with a price. And that price is the blood of Jesus that was shed on Calvary. So the power of the message of 
the cross is primarily the power to deal with sin and to restore. Each time you hear the cross, we're talking about dealing with sin and restoring a people to a right relationship with God. So that's all it is in a simpler way. That's all it is. That, that uh, you know, um, initiative that Jesus took to, to restore a people to a right relationship with God is what the cross is all about. And a set-apart people were bought from the cross. In other words, we have not made ourselves set apart. As we finish today, this is the last day of the month, and tomorrow is the first. We have been looking at a set-apart people, redeemed. So it's actually our lives. That's why no life should arrive at the cross and remain the same, you know, because it's to do with the restoration of a relationship that was lost. And we constantly need to get back to the reality of the cross to actually renew that life. Praise the Lord. So, but the truth is that uh, on that cross, God actually, uh, you know, dealt with the understanding of the world because his power might have appeared as weakness, but, you know, the plan to buy a people was the most effective sacrifice that could ever be made. So the book of Hebrews is making a comparison between the blood that, you know, bulls and gods, the Old Testament, you know, could do to take away sins, its effectiveness, versus the blood of Jesus that did it once and for all. Once and for all, generations were bought. Once and for all, a people were made sanctified. Once and for all, a people were set apart. Once and for all, atonement was made. Atonement simply means bringing us at one, to be at peace with God. Once and for all, there was, there was transformation. You know, all these things, they represent the effectiveness of what Jesus did on the cross. Praise the Lord. And, and the cross, you know, it, it, it is the one that proclaims the wisdom of God, the wisdom of God. And that's why you find that Paul brought it out very clearly on, on that particular matter, you know, to make sure that uh, we understand uh, to, and to make sure that we, we don't think the same way as 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 um as the world because the effectiveness of 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 the cross stands on the fact that all the lives were brought here in order that there might be brokenness so the revelation of the cross is about comparing what the first adam did and with what jesus now did jesus came to transform because the cross is the power of God. First Corinthians chapter 1, verse 18, the Bible says, For the message about the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing, but to us who are being saved, it is the power of God. Adam came and deformed what God did. 
Jesus came to transform it. So there is transformation that flows from the cross. That's why it's effective. That's why the sacrifice that was offered there is effective because of that transformation. And the cross achieved something which I want to show you. The cross achieved the idea of community. We are now a community. Why it is effective sacrifice is because it achieved the idea of a community, of a people that have the same values. You know, that community is the redeemed. And the redeemed are marked by the cross. They are, they are symbol. What identifies them with Jesus is suffering. It's so, it's so important for us to know that. That's why if, if you are suffering and you are doing the right thing, you know, Peter actually applauds rather than you suffering and because of the wrong thing. So the, there is that power that is there, you know, and the power of the cross is a gateway to the glory that we now see in the, in the, in the life of Jesus. Because when he died, he now rose again. When he died, he proved that God is wiser than our combined wisdom. When he died, he proved that he's greater than any other thing. When he died, it was a chosen path to glory. Man cannot understand that. Man cannot understand why to die can lead to glory. And you, but you see, um, um, uh, it's, it's important that we get it that um, it is these particular elements that brought out our redemption. There is no resurrection without death. There's no resurrection without death. So when Hebrews writes, he goes back to that place to compare the two. And, and look at verse, look at verse, um, um, verse 10. It said, it is by God's will that we have been sanctified through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once and for all. What marks and singles out the, 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 the cross as an effective sacrifice is the issue of this sanctification once and for all that was done by Jesus. Because in the Old Testament, that would be done time and again, time and again. But now, this community of the cross has been singled out and marked out once and for all. And it's very, very critical that we understand the idea of once and for all. When we talk about um, um, the effectiveness of the cross. And um, so a redeemed people have now been set free by him from the power and consequences of sin. And they begin a relationship with him that, that they might live for him. That's why it's very important to leave Egypt completely. Let me say that again. That's why it's very important to leave sin. Egypt represents the world and sin and the life of the non-believer. It's important to live completely because if you leave Egypt and or you are on the way to, 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 to eternal life and, and all that, the, the, that transition requires that uh, you make the decision uh, you know, um, uh, once and for all also. You know, Jesus offered the sacrifice once and for all and the transition from worldliness 
to righteousness also requires once and for all decision. Because until he realized that um, there is, there is the, the, the power of the world is so much to pull you back, then you will, you will see that um, 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 uh, there is a lot to deal with. Because um, um, when we talk about his death on the cross, he brought us to a place of liberty. He was denied liberty that we may be free. You see the exchange there. He was denied, he was stripped shamefully that we might be dressed. That's why you see that any person that is not walking right in the realm of the spirit is like he's a naked person, always wearing dirty clothes. You remember the story of Joshua in Zechariah chapter 3. If you can turn there, you will see that um, one of the marks that we are shown there is that uh, Joshua, the high priest, was standing before the angel of the Lord and, and, and in filthy clothes, in filthy clothes. Zechariah chapter 3, verse 3, as he stood there. And the instruction was actually to take off his filthy clothes. You see that? So it's important because he was stripped that we might be dressed. He was mocked on the cross that we might receive approval. You do not need much of the approval of men, but you need the approval of God. Let me say that again. As you live the life of uh, a Christian, you need the approval of the Holy Spirit. You need the approval of God much, much more than you need the approval of men. Because just like the blood of gods and bulls could not achieve that which was desired once and for all, the blood of Jesus achieved that which could not be achieved by the blood of bulls and goats. So Jesus went through all this that we might not go through them. But it's up to us to make the decision. It's up to us to make a decision. But to make a decision, we cannot make it in the natural. That's why no man can understand the power of the cross in the natural. You first need to die. And that death is not the physical death. That death is actually the spiritual death. There must be death for you to rise again. I think there's a scripture which I, I would share with you there in John chapter 12, verse 24. Unless a grain of wheat falls to the ground, you know, that idea of falling is actually to do with dying. And it says, and it dies. Unless a, a, a grain of wheat falls to the ground and dies. So you can see that that, that is the principle that the scripture follows. Hmm? John chapter 12, in case you didn't get this, the scripture, John chapter 12, verse 24. It's Jesus speaking. said, unless a grain of wheat uh, uh, falls into the earth and dies, it remains just a single grain. But if it dies, it bears much, much fruit. So the idea of the cross as an effective sacrifice brings us to that understanding that actually, as a redeemed people, we, are, we have the opportunity to, to let self die and then rise again. 
Because the blood paid for everything that we can ever think of. And the blood demonstrated that Satan no longer has a hold on Jesus just as he doesn't have a hold over you too. That's why when you are leading people in a repentance or a denunciation of certain things they were involved in before being born again, and now the devil is oppressing them through demonic oppression, you have to take them back to the cross and prepare them to receive Christ, break the power of Satan over their lives, and then they now align with what Jesus did on the cross and denounce the power of Satan and get back. And usually, mo most of the, the sessions of deliverance, you know, um, 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 are effective when the person has understood what Jesus did for them on the cross. And then they now have the power to confront the enemy because the enemy has to be confronted daily. And, 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 and where do we get that? Because he keeps coming time and again to check your level of compromise. And that's why redemption is, 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 is to do with those three elements I talk about. The redeemer, the redeemed, and, and, and the, the, there's the redeemer, the redeemed, and actually um, um, there are three arrows, the redeemer, the redeemed and the, the 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 recovery that we get from there the redeemer and the redeemed and the recovery so if the redeemer is offered us a once and for all sacrifice if the redeemer went to the cross he had commitment to do what you know he did that level of commitment is 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 actually the the what brought the effectiveness of the redemption, that level of commitment, because it is him that disarmed the rulers and authorities, Colossians 2.15, and he made a public example of them, triumphing over them in it. And we need to understand that that community on the cross is the redeemed, the people themselves, the people that actually stand out because of the working out of what was paid for by the blood, praise the Lord. So I want to I want us to um, uh, to take this very very care um, um, with with careful understanding that um, it is it is us that we are set free, and and it is Jesus that actually broke that power and brought freedom effectively not every other any other effort at all and and the cross manifested the power and the wisdom of god paul writes about it because when all the humanist systems of religion uh failed to relate people to god god was pleased through the foolishness of what was preached to serve those who believe all the human you know um um arrangements, systems of religion, you know, the sacrifice, sacrificial system completely could not achieve what, 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 what could make us free. But when Jesus came, what is foolish before men? God actually made it to become something that will redeem the man. So it humbles the man. That's another thing. It brings us to the place of humility. 
Because if you have despised something, only to realize that later on, it's the only thing that can make you to be, um, uh, to, to, to have life, then you have to go back there in, in actually in humility. And Paul wrote and said, the weakness of God is stronger than human strength. You know, so they were judging God by the wrong criteria. Yet God had already figured out what the cross uh, can do. He had already outsmarted the world, you know, and accomplished something to our own advantage, to our own advantage. Praise the Lord. Let me make mention of a few things, then I, I, I finish. So the restoration that Jesus brought is what makes the cross so effective that a man can come and, and experience a level of death and come out as a new man as a new creation. But we need to go back and look at our lives, whether they demonstrate this level of new creation. Because, you know, it, it is here where we are tested. You know, it is here where we are challenged. Having accepted Christ, are we living the life? Because if the redeemed, who are the people, a holy nation, the royal priesthood, have come out of Egypt from sin and the world, just like Israel came out of Egypt. They are taken to that place. By being taken, you know, and, and, and by being redeemed and consecrated, it means that uh, that place was not their place to fulfill their assignment. That place where God took us from, that place where God saved you from, it was, you could not fulfill your assignment there. And many of us uh, think that we can make it in life without the cross, without God. We, we come to church, yes, but we don't see the power. There is power in your faith, my friend. There is power in your belief. What you believe is tangible. What you are believing is tangible. We need to have that understanding of God that what we believe translates into something that you can touch, translates into something you can feel, translates into something, transformation, and all, all other things. Because you cannot believe in Christ and remain the same, both in the inside and outside, actually. Because that's why your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. All right? So the effectiveness of the cross is that it brought a, a people that don't have to go back to offer bulls and sacrifices with the uh, of, of, which have um, blood of bulls and uh, and gods. No, they are meant now to possess and partake of that which he did on the cross. Our job is now to come and 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 partake of that thing that Jesus did for us. You know, the redeemed people they live a repentant life. Because it's through repentance that we realize we need a redemption. Our need for redemption. You know, our need for life, our need for, 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 for God. We, 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 are, we, we are attached to him. And um, when we are attached to him, we cannot, be, we, we cannot disconnect ourselves from him. Because that word, Father, is actually mean it means the source and the sustainer of your life. When the prodigal son left the home, Luke chapter 15, 
I may finish with that. When the prodigal son left the home of the father, the Bible tells us that he went to he went to uh, to the father and said, "Father, give me a share of the property that is coming to me." He already knew that the property is coming to him, but self brought him at a place of I want it now. Of course, the father allowed him and he divided his property and he disappeared. He, the Bible says he squandered that property in a distant country. And then famine came. You know, you can wonder why God has to bring famine um, in, in, in that particular time. Why that particular country where the prodigal son went? Because famine is the only thing that the man can understand to get back to God. And we need to understand that. So when he came back to his senses, the Bible now said that he now longed to go back to his father. But you see something very important here. If you disconnect from God, if you disconnect from God, you lose status. Yeah. You lose status because before he went away from his father, he was a son. When he went away from his father, he was a prodigal son. He lost, he lost the sense of just being a son. He was a lost son. And I pray that none of us will lose our title. When we are connected to our father, provision is there. He never lacked anything. When he was disconnected, he had to beg. You know, and 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 of course, they had to now reconnect to the father. The place of walking alone is a very dangerous place. The cross offers us a life of walking with him, because in 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 Hebrews, the text that we read, it the the, the writer is bringing out that comparison very very. Um, uh, clearly, to show that Christ's sacrifice was once and for all. You know, it, it, it is, it, when you read verse um, verse 2, right from verse 1, actually, since the law has only a shadow of the good things to come and not the true form of these realities, it can never be by, by the same sacrifice that are continually offered year after year, make perfect those who approach. You see? Otherwise, verse 2, would they not have ceased being offered since the worshippers cleansed once and for would no longer have any consciousness of sin? But in this sacrifice, there's a reminder of sin year after year. For it is impossible for the blood of bulls and goats to take away sins. Have you seen? So Jesus came to make the impossible possible for us. So this life, the way of faith, has tangible realities that we need to partake of. And we will do well if we understand that we have been redeemed to achieve that assignment of staying where God has put us and where God has taken us away from, we avoid that. And I'm going to pray. And then um, ask um, uh, someone else. And I, uh, maybe I'll just ask, um, because I don't see Agnes. Frank Muyambi, if you are free you could take us through a prayer. But let me first pray. Father, we thank you because uh, you have promised to be with us. You have promised 
to guide us. You have promised to build um, a hedge of fire around us of protection. You have promised to deliver us. You have promised to sanctify us. And thank you for the, for the message of the cross that is once and for all. Thank you for the cross that um, created us into a community. And King of Glory, we pray that we shall not lose this sense of community that primarily our restoration to a right relationship that was achieved on the cross, Lord, will be effective in all our daily work with you. We pray that human strength will not be something that, um, 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 that, that brings us into a level of pride. We pray that as we walk through this journey, we will stick, we will cling to that old ragged cross, that the blood of Jesus Christ will indeed be that tool that creates, that makes us to belong to the community and, and will not be moved by any other power. And Lord, we pray that uh, the old, the old Egypt will not be our reference. We will not go back there anymore. We will pray that we will stay in the path of righteousness, in the pathway of glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Um, let me ask Frank Muyambi uh, to pray through and then conclude. Okay. Uh, let us continue to pray. As we meditate, as we reflect on what our reverend shared, we reflect on that word. And in those words, personally, uh, let us just think about our lives. And we re reconnect again in case if the devil has diverted us from sticking to, to the cross, let us just reflect on those words, Lord. And then also we ask God for the mercy uh, for us to reconnect again just within a few seconds and then uh, we'll pray. Almighty loving Jesus, King of Kings, we thank you for your word and we thank you for using your servant to share uh, your word this morning with us. Thank you, Father, for refilling him each day. Thank you, Father, for giving him strength each day. And we thank you, Father, for your word, uh, the message that he has shared we pray that Lord Father may continue to give him strength each day. Thank you, Father, for your word that has refilled us today, this morning. We cannot take it for granted. And we pray that Lord Father may give us the grace to reconnect again in your ways, to follow your ways, to stick to you, 
to know that, Lord, Father, you are in control of everything, Lord Jesus, because we know that, Lord, with you, uh, everything is possible. We know that, Lord, many things that we look at, they look practically impossible on our side. They are possible to you. Thank you for your word, Lord Jesus. I ask that, Lord, Father, all, all of us that are online, Lord Jesus, I pray that, Lord, help us, Lord, Father, to be intentional, to follow your ways, Lord, to reconnect at every moment, Lord, because we know that, Lord, we have the accuser who comes all the time to look for the loopholes, to look uh, for legal grounds to claim in our lives. We pray that, Lord, Father, help us, Lord, to stick to you at all times, Lord. Father, Lord Jesus, I pray that, Lord, may you please, Lord, uh, remain with us, Lord. May your presence, Lord Jesus, Lord, never depart from us at all times, Lord. And may your spirit, Lord Jesus, always lead in our lives, Lord. We thank you, Father, and we bless you because you are the good God who hears our prayers when we pray. Thank you, God Almighty, for in Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. Amen. Okay, members, thank you for joining. Remind of the overnight tomorrow. And um, please send a flyer to your colleagues to come. Now may the Lord bless you and keep you. May he scatter the darkness from before your path. May the Lord bring you favor today. May me minister to you. May the blessing of God Almighty, God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be with you all now and forever. Amen. God bless you. Amen. 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 God bless Amen. you.